0: Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we are available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. We always appreciate your support when you share those on social media. We've got a big show for you tonight. There's a lot going on around the country, certainly, that we haven't gotten to touch on just yet. Uh, I feel like since uh, Rob was gone for a week, we're still getting caught up on a lot of these news stories around the country uh, because they're very important. We do want to still cover them. Uh, like this recent story with the New Mexico governor temporarily banning carrying guns in public, which has met a lot of resistance of Governor Michelle Grisham, who suspended the right to carry firearms in public in and around Albuquerque, which obviously is just her taking the constitution into her own hands and saying, this is the way it's going to be. Um, who cares what the constitution says? Who cares what my authority uh, in this position says, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. That's what this New Mexico governor did. And of course, that's what we're all fighting against, because we all think it's going to happen before the 2024 election with Joe Biden and the Democrats. And once again, implementing mail-in voting using COVID-19. As an excuse, they'll be pushing these vaccines once again, as we see and it's getting approved by the FDA, this newest booster shot, and they're claiming that this one works. So people, you just got to have your eyes open and be alert of what the Democrats are doing here, because they are coming for our rights. And if we don't pay attention, if we don't vote in the right people, uh, they're going to take a lot of them in these upcoming years. And it's not any more important than what it is in 2024 that we get a Republican in there and we get the right Republican in there to stop some of this bleeding with some of these tyrant Democrat governors who we all saw during COVID-19 just went made up the laws as they went. These people are completely drunk with power, and there's a few Republican ones as well, and uh, we've got to push back and stop them. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts
1: on this radical New Mexico governor? Andrew, I'm doing great. And I hope Republicans are listening and watching this. This is an opportunity for them to just jump on this and just pounce on this and push this to the limit. What she's trying to do. The media wants to make it seem as if all this is all innocent. And she just wants to do it for 30 days. She wants to prohibit you from carrying a gun, and then they'll conceal weapons out in public just for 30 days. We just want to test this out. And Albuquerque, New Mexico, Albuquerque, which is the capital, which is one of the most dangerous places out there, but she wants it. let's just put the guns away. Now, she makes no mention of putting away the criminals, locking the criminals up, because we want to make certain that they have a breeding ground, that they could do whatever they want to do. Republicans should be on top of this, talking about it nonstop. Here is an opportunity, here is an entry to say, if they do this, look at what else they're going to do. Now, you even have Democrat Ted Lieu from California saying, this is ridiculous. You can't do this. This is unconstitutional. Even David Hogg, the dum dumb from Florida, who claimed that he was, when they had the Uh, What was it? The, uh, The shooting in Florida that he was on his bike and he ran all the way across town just to see what was happening. He even called it out. Where are my Republicans? They should be talking about this nonstop. This is insane. And I say that because first it's the guns. Now we hear that COVID is coming back. They've rolled out Dr. Frotchi, Dr. Fraud again. Dr. Berg, she's back out, the scarf lady. The usual suspects are all coming out. And they're making for a perfect storm to start taking away our constitutional rights. Little by little. And Andrew, I dare say a lot of people don't understand the Constitution. A lot of people feel that it's dated. We should redo it. Redo it and replace it with what? We have the ability to make amendments, so why would we want to redo our nation's constitution? Well, it wasn't written for me, and it wasn't written for this person. Yeah, but it'll never be written for a particular group. That's the reason why you have amendments. And at the rate we're going, we'll be forever rewriting the Constitution because we're letting every Dick, Tom, Harry, Sally, Jane, and Mary Kay in through the border. All the more reason we need to have our guns. Because the police can't protect us. But see, that's what it's all about. Take the guns. The people can't say anything. We can do whatever we want to do. They'll have to bow down to us. They cannot resist us. This is just the beginning to the, of the end. The beginning of the end of your constitutional rights. The beginning of the end of you to live freely, to have your freedom. They want to take all of that from you. And if you don't comply, they will force it on you. And at the rate things are going right now, people are completely unaware as to what's happening. They'll just accept it the same way they shut us down and people accepted it. It's coming back again, the same way they forced us to wear masks, take the vaccine. We're going to force you to take the back, the vaccine. And people, oh, I'm going to take it. People swearing by the vaccine. I hear people right now, they're calling CVS and Dwayne Reed, and they're looking to see if they have the vaccine. And they're lining up. They can't wait to get their sons and daughters and their children, the vaccine. They think it's going to be beautiful. I remember at one point, Andrew, when they had the vaccine, they were saying that they'll give children money if they took the vaccine. You even had the former governor, mayor of New York City saying if you take the vaccine, you can get a cheeseburger. And people like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Not knowing what they're taking, just offering up their t- poor children's arms and daughters and sons and just saying, oh, take the vaccine. It'll be the same way with the guns. She'll start it out, this, mayor, this governor, Gershon, in New Mexico, saying, oh, it's, just, it's really innocent. Let's just do it. And then the next thing you know, someone else will say, oh, let's try it. Let's just say you can't have the gun here. And then it starts to grow. It starts to mushroom. And before long, people start accepting it. Oh, this feels good. And then you don't have your guns. And then they'll come knocking at your door. Who did you vote for? Oh, I voted for this person. Round them up. Put them in the paddy wagon. Get rid of them. Oh, I went out and I bought – I I had to get some gas. Oh, how much gas? Okay, that was too much. Get them out of here. That's the reason why they want to push for electric cars. That's the reason why Biden is saying, I only want a one drink minimum. People are drinking too much. That's the reason why they have all these abortion clinics. Oh, you're having too many people. We don't want you eating meat. We don't want you doing anything. And if you resist, they will come after you. We are too welcoming when they roll out these crazy lunatic policies to take away our freedom. To get us to jump on board and say, oh, this is right. I think this is right. It feels so good. But this has been happening time after time after time. And, Andrew, it is time that we wake up. Because if we don't wake up, when we do wake up, there's nothing left. When we went in, when they shut us down, and we came back out, we were in a completely different world than the world we left in. You look around you, you had gays, and you had, well, not really the gays, but you had the transgender. A new group had popped up all over. And now look at where we are. All all the children want all our children to uh, be mutilated. You have these states that are saying, oh, don't tell the parents, and if they want to change their name, don't tell the parents this, and let's change all this up. And people are agreeing to it, and they're trying to validate it and say, well, this is the reason why we want to do it. And they'll give you all these excuses that don't make any sense whatsoever. None whatsoever, but people will fall for it. And they'll say, oh, that's okay, let's do it. Now, as I speak, I'm watching some other silly thing on the monitor of a crazy mayor who's having drag day at his city hall. And the drag queen is going around slapping them all on the butt. We went in, we came out, and look at all the craziness. And now they're getting ready to do it again. But it's going to start this time in New Mexico. Oh, it seems so innocent. And it's going to save lives. Yeah, but you take the guns away and you still have the criminals on the streets. Do you think that they're going to give away their guns? Do you think they're just going to give it up? you think they're just going to say, oh, yeah, that's right. Take the guns because if you take the guns, we'll stop uh, bothering people. We'll stop committing crimes. No, it doesn't make any sense. Think about it. What she is proposing is to take away your constitutional rights, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. And if she is successful, well, she's already said it, we're going to suspend it for 30 days, but it'll probably go longer than that. Think of the other crazy governors or mayors that are probably thinking of the same thing. Think about Mao. This is what happened in Mao in China. This is what happened with Hitler. But... Gen Zers and millennials, they don't know that. You know why? Because it's not being taught at school. The same way we're just coming up the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. It's not being taught at schools. Why isn't it being taught at schools? Oh, but we don't want to teach that because we don't want people to think that Muslims are bad people. We're not saying they're bad people, but there are radical elements in that religion, just like there are radical elements in the Christianity. Oh, but we can talk about Christianity all day long. And see, that would be the next movement to get rid of organized religion. Yeah, you're right. And if people don't rise up and push back against this New Mexico
0: governor uh, right now and stop this from happening in Albuquerque, you don't think someone like Governor Newsom or Governor Whitmer or uh, Governor Pritzker or some of these other Democrat governors won't try this because you know that they will. So it's very important that we rise up and stop this now and uh, don't allow, allow this Democrat governor to uh, disobey the Constitution with her own set of laws and uh, uh, allow this to happen, that uh, sheriffs and everything else in New Mexico, and Albuquerque in particular, need to stand up and
1: say, we're not going
0: to enforce this.
1: And see, there's, There, are, therein lies the problem if we don't stand up. And as I said, Republicans should use this as an opportunity. They should jump all over this and say, see what we told you. We told you this is coming. We told you this is what they wanted to do. Because they're telling us, oh, no, we just want to protect people. No, they don't, because if they wanted to protect you, they would get the criminals off the streets. And I keep saying this. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Look at how many mass killings we've had with people knifing other individuals. Look at the bombs. Why don't they go in and say, we need to get rid of these bombs, or we need to go to YouTube or Google and take down how do you make bombs? How do you make pipe bombs? No one's talking about that. And that kills more people than guns. No one is saying anything about, well, let's make certain that we don't have any radicals on the planes. Remember so clearly 9-11, and after it took place, when people were going to uh, check in at airports, and if you saw someone who looked questionable of an Arabic descent, people, well, we we can't say anything about it because if we do, they're going to say that we're profiling. Absolutely we're profiling. Why wouldn't I profile? Why wouldn't I profile? And it'll be the same thing with the guns. They'll look at someone, oh, this person might have a gun. They didn't turn their gun in. But you know who they won't profile? They won't profile the criminal. They'll let that person walk on by. So while we law-abiding citizens will arbitrarily just happy-go-lucky, oh, let's keep my guns in because it's going to save a life and I feel so good, the criminals will keep their guns. Look at all the buyback programs that these different states have had and the guns that they've turned in. But yet and still, the criminals keep their guns. They'll give away some of their cachet, but then a lot of the other guns that they have, oh, they're going to keep that. They're going to save that for a rainy day so that once all the guns are gone, they can go in and terrorize you and do whatever the hell they want, and you can't say anything but sit there and look and go, oh, I can't believe this is happening, the same the way with the crime. Deep on the police. We don't want the police. on them. And look at the level of crime that has just like sprouted up all over because we decided to defund the police. We don't want the police. We have to be careful, and this is definitely trading in a very dangerous territory, because what this woman is doing, this so-called governor, she knows that this is just the genesis of her evil plan. And if she can get a few crazy people to go along with it, that's it. I'm surprised that Ted Lieu, who's extra liberal from California, is calling this out. I'm surprised that David Hogg is calling it out. But, of course, David Hogg just wants his name in the newspaper or in the news cycle because he hasn't been there for quite some time. But you do have people that are calling it out. But we need Republicans to seize this moment. Seize the moment. Call them out and say, look at what this woman is trying to do. Look at what she's doing. I mean, it was only a matter of time before someone thought of, oh, let's just have this idea of let's just like suspend having guns just for a a small period of time. And we know that it's not for a small period of time. They want it to be indefinitely, but they'll make you think that it's for a small period of time so that you will jump on board and say, oh, this is gravy. This is lovely. Let's do this. I want to do this. But in actuality, it's going to be more than that. Because at the end of the day, it's all about taking away the guns so that they could have the power. And you can't do anything about it. You just have to agree with whatever they say, whatever they do. You just have to say, okay, yes, look, yes, sir, can I have another one? Because if New Mexico, and definitely Albuquerque, is just written with crime, why would you think that the criminals are going to turn over their guns. They have no incentive to turn over the guns, even if you want to give them money. As I said before, they've given them money, they've given them things, and yet still the violence, gun violence is still there. People need to wake up and realize that the Democrats mean them no good. This is just the beginning of what they're going to keep trying to do until they have taken away All of your civil rights—they don't care. All the rights guaranteed under the Constitution—they want to take them all away. And again, Republicans should pounce pounce on this and say, "Wait a minute! Look at this governor. Do we really want people like this in office? Do we?" I would say not, Andrew. I would say pass, not voting for you, because this is just the beginning. Of your crazy ways and crazy ideas
0: yeah you nailed it rob if you're looking for better sleep focus and energy check out healthy cell the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health sleep better focus deeper and stay younger longer you can absorb a healthier lifestyle with healthy cells pill-free vitamins you can go to healthycell.com, check out the great products, and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. You can also go to americaoutloud.shop and click the link to Healthy Cell. We'll be back with more after dark. With In
2: 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud.
0: Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminish, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the C of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday
1: at 10 a.m. Eastern. So, Andrew, I feel really strong about Republicans needing to stand up and call out all of these deviant deviant ways of the left. And I don't know about you, but I just don't think they're doing a good job and pointing the finger at some of the things that these crazy policies and ideas that Republicans, not Republicans, but Democrats, are supporting. You look at what's happening with Trump and by the Department of Justice and the FBI. Now, Jim Jordan and James Comer, they're doing a fantastic job, I think, in trying to put the pieces of this puzzle together. But there's a lot more they can do by defunding this crazy apparatus of the left. I just sit there and I wonder, I'm like, why won't you guys just defund them? What are you waiting for? You look at this crazy governor in New Mexico. Because she has a power, now granted, it's not constitutional what she's doing, but because she has the power, she is going to force it. And they won't look at her and say, oh, she's a bad person. She'll become a martyr. And they'll say, oh, look at what she did. Well, she she wasn't able to get it through, but she did try. And then you'll have all these young idiots that have rocks in their heads saying, oh, yes, she did try. She was trying for the cause. Meanwhile, Republicans are just sitting there watching. I want to say they're waiting, but then I would ask, what are they waiting for? Defund these idiots. If they can defund the police, you can defund the radical agenda of the left or limit the funds. You look at Christopher Ray. He wants to build another huge headquarters, FBI headquarters in D.C. or Virginia, one of the liberal havens. Who do you think they're going to hire? More liberals. All liberals. They might hire one or two Republicans who will probably end up being rhinos, but they're not going to hire people who are going to look at things objectively. I mean, for all we know, he'll, they'll build it, and then they'll bring this woman in to serve as a a major leisure, major player. Look at Keisha Lance Bottoms, failed mayor of Atlanta. She decided not to run. And what did Joe Biden do? Well, we're going to reward her and we're going to put her in DC. I want her to be one of my close advisors. And I got to let you guys know, I want you to know what's happening right here, what's going on. This is what's happening. This is just a side note. So she leaves, she's a failed mayor. So she goes to DC. Mary Lightfoot is a failed gay mayor. She goes to Harvard. You look around, you the Biden administration and these people, these women in these high places. You know what they all have in common other than the fact that they're diversity hires? They're black. And you know why? Because they're trying to appeal to the black female voters so that when it's time to vote, they know that these are the votes that will push the Democrats over the top. That's what's happening. So that's just a little side note that I want you guys to go and study. Because that's actually what's happening. Now, this woman here in New Mexico, she's not black, but I think she's uh, Hispanic. And if she fails with what she's doing, oh, they will still put her up on a pedestal and say, oh, look at what she tried to do. She did her best. We are Republicans. This is a reason why we need to look at our party and start putting people out there that are going to fight. Look at what this woman did in Atlanta. Fannie, Fannie Willis. She released the names of people that they thought about indicting. You don't do that. You never do that because you don't want to uh, dirty that person's name. You don't want people to think that they might have done something wrong. But see, she doesn't care. Democrats don't care. When they have power, they don't care who they harm. They don't care who they hurt. And at the end of the day, people will look at her and say, well, what she did wasn't right. But look, she was going after them anyway. You look at what they're trying to do with Trump by removing him from the ballots in certain states. No, yes, it's wrong, but they don't care. You know why? Because they will be looked at just like this woman in New Mexico, and they'll say, wow, they did try. They gave it their best shot. And they will look at them as a martyr. And what are Republicans doing? They're off in the corner trying to be Mr. Goodbar trying to be nice. And we have said this so many times, Andrew, it is a different game being played. A completely different game. And the game that the Re- Republicans want to play apparently is the game of the rhinos. We'll just sit back and we'll raise funds. And we had a guest who came on and who said this? Dornick. He came on and he said, Republicans, the only thing they want to do is raise money off of being oppressed, to say, oh, look at what they're doing to me. Oh, they're doing this to me just to raise money. they raise raising money. They get back into office. But what are they doing? How are they being effective? And that's the reason why I like people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't agree with everything she says, but she's a fighter. Matt Gaetz, he's another fighter. Now, the other Republicans, like uh, Jim Jordan, James Comer, they're fighters. You know, they're good. But I'm talking about people who are, who are ready to put up their dukes and start swinging. Amy Brobar. I mean, these people look like – I mean, Andrew, if you were to see them in a bar, I would think that they would say, hey, give me my beer. Now it's time to fight. Other Republicans, like the Mitch McConnells, the only thing they'll do, John Thune. Uh, what's her name? Susan Collins. Oh, and we haven't even heard from Ms. Collins. Where is she? I guess she served her purpose. Lisa Murkowski, where are they? Now, if something were to come up about Trump and they want to get their opinions, they would be the first to step in front of the mic and start talking, running off at the mouth. They're not good fighters. They fight against Republicans. Why? Because they want to be seen. They want to be heard. And they want to be liked. And just as sure enough as they're trying to go against the Republican Party, if Democrats had the opportunity, they would go after them. They don't like them. So I keep trying to tell Chris Christie, you aren't liked. They don't like you. They're laughing at you behind your back. And you want to jump on all these shows and say, oh, well, I'll do this to Donald Trump. I'll follow him here, and I'll do this, and because I'm not afraid of him. All Donald Trump, all this here. It's like, Chris, anyone could say that. But you don't have any bang to your bust because no one likes you. And that's all Republicans will do. They'll fight against each other. As a fo- as opposed to calling out the Democrats and saying, look at what they're doing, look at what they have done, and look at what they will do and will continue to do unless we stop them. They should have candidates already lined up to go against these people. But they don't. They'll just sit there and want to be a talking head and like, what was a guy's name? Uh, gosh, Lindsey Graham. When he thought he was going to lose his election – he would come on the different shows, say, oh, you give me some money because I'll am spend two to one, and please help me, and please help me. And then when we help you, what are you doing for us? How are you helping us? Now, Some you might say, well, there you go again. You're talking about Republicans. I thought you said we have to stand together. Yes, we have to stand together, but I am trying to give them a hint, a word to the rise, give them a tip. It is time to fight back. We're in a different game. It is a different battle game. We can't just sit there and roll over. If this woman in New Mexico has the temerity to come out and say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to suspend the Second Amendment. Now, she didn't say Second Amendment. She just said, you know, the right to have a gun and to bear gun and to help, uh, have a concealed weapon. It goes completely against the Constitution. And they've been trying to do this for the longest. Now, she's coming out. She's jumping out front. She's making a leap to do it. And Republicans should be out there calling it out. That should be saying this is what you will get if you elect them. You're only a stone's throw away from this happening. Look at the mayor of Chicago. A complete failure. Look at the gun violence. Why wouldn't he try cleaning up the city? New York City will be the same thing before you know it in the outer boroughs in the Bronx and in Brooklyn. What is Eric Adams doing? He's too busy saying, oh, I told them crackers this and I told them that and no one's going to call him out. Whenever you see him, they'll say, oh, he dresses so well. He dresses, dressing well is not going to help us, okay? Because we'll be six feet under Dress well. That's not going to bring me back my life. But it's these failed policies that are destroying the country. Failed policies that in my opinion if Republicans were to get together and say, look, we need to stop this. We 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 don't have the majority over here, but we could we give them a little, you know, a little something to run off. We can make them sweat. But we can't do that if we're not standing together. And I don't see Republicans standing together the way they should, Andrew, to stop the radical agenda of the left. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to just say, hey, let's just make a stand. Start creating ads and putting her name on it. What is Rhonda McDaniel doing? Do you think she yeah. had a plastic Do you think she had plastic surgery? A lot. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm like, I mean, not that it's you know, hey, to each his own. But I'm looking. I'm thinking, I don't know. Maybe she, maybe she's spending up all the money on plastic surgery. Andrew, now you're about to make a point. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know why women do that, like uh, Rhonda McDaniel. Not that she was ever great looking, but. Since she's gotten her face all butchered up, she looks even worse. I mean, she looks horrible right now after all those plastic surgeries she's had. But you're right. Republicans need to stand up. And a lot of these uh, lifetimers we know aren't going to. People like Lindsey Graham. And this is why I, I... more and more into these uh, term limits that uh, we just have to have them at this point because we're getting so many incompetent, senile, old politicians. We did a show on this last week, and uh, this is what we are being stuck with. And they're not standing up for the American people. In fact, they're completely out of touch with what the American people want. I mean, we've got Republicans criticizing Biden for not giving Ukraine enough money, uh, they just are completely out of touch with what their own voters want. But uh, they keep getting into office just because these are like lifetime seats. Once you've been in for a certain amount of time, it's harder to be voted uh, out than just to keep your spot.
1: You're right. It is. But when you have individuals who feel that they own the office, they own that role, they don't see anything else, and if they can't be effective, I would say step aside. And we see that happening. We see that happening with this, with the Republican Party and the Democrat Party also. Because you look at Diane Feinstein, you look at uh, Nancy Pelosi, but they're effective in what they're doing because they're pushing their crazy, radical agenda. Now, as we said at the first block, there are some Democrats that are calling out. This crazy governor in New Mexico, but Republicans need to come out front also and start running the ads. We have to have a succinct ground game.
0: Yeah, and the Democrats that are calling them out, they're not being sincere at all. I mean, David Hogg and um, Ted Lou's tweet were almost word for word <laughs> the exact same. It seems like they all got their talking points. <laughs> I guess uh, they're going to come out and against this. So next time when there really is uh, some kind of unconstitutional thing that they're trying to push that benefits them, they'll say, see, I was supporting the Constitution on this New Mexico uh, issue. So uh, I don't give them any credibility that they're really standing up against this. But you're right. Republicans definitely need to push back. Um, New Mexico's Somewhat of a swing state, at least it used to be. I know it's uh, more leftist now with all the illegal aliens that are flooding in there. But, uh, yeah, uh, they need to push back and not allow this in Albuquerque because if they allow this to happen here, it's not going to stop with this 30-day limit or whatever the governor is promising.
1: Andrew, you know you're so right. You are so right about Ted Lieu. He will be the first person to come out, and there's probably an angle in this for him, because without a doubt, he'll be the first person to come out and say, see, I was standing up for the Constitution, and I called it out, and I said what she was doing was wrong. When in actuality, he doesn't mean it. He's just saying this to make himself look good, to make himself look as if though or seem as if though he's on the right side, but he's on the wrong side. But that's how these guys operate. They'll come out first and say, oh, but look at what I said. Look at what I did all the more reason for Republicans to start defunding these creatures. We need to get their attention. We need to get the media's attention. And the only way you can get people's attention is by attacking their purse. And if we were to pull the plug on it and say, well, you're not going to do a lot of these things. I mean, to be honest with you, Andrew, I would have pulled the plug on the whole Jack Smith thing from day one. I would have said, okay, you want to do that? I Pull the plug, give them limited money, limited funds. Pull the plug on it. Then then what will he do? Well, you know what will happen? Then you have the people like Ted Lieu, Nancy Pelosi coming out saying, oh, they want to defund the police, AOC and her brigade. They see that they're defunding the police. We told you about it. And then Republicans unable to articulate what's actually happening by saying, no, we're not defunding the police. We're defunding the corruption." That's what we're doing. We're defunding corruption because there is corruption in the FBI and the Department of Justice. And why and how we have allowed this to go on for as long as it has and is, is unbelievable. I cannot believe it. Because you would think they would say, we need to stop this. We need to nip this in the bud. They are destroying our justice system and legal system. Look at what they're doing to the Supreme Court how they're trying to attack Clarence Thomas. Attack Clarence Thomas for things that happened like years ago. And I saw this one article, they're saying, oh, black people, this is the reason why they don't like him because he's taking all this money and he's trying to build, say that he's like this virtuous man. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This just started happening. You guys have been telling black people to hate Clarence Thomas from the very beginning, so please don't try to bring this up because they knew nothing about it. But see, Democrats are very effective in their messaging because they use the mainstream media to aid and abet them, to help them out. Republicans, they just sit there like wallflowers. Well, we're thinking about it. We we might do it. Well, we don't want to because if we do this, you know, this is going to come back to haunt us. It's already coming back to haunt you. And Mr. McConnell is one of those who wouldn't do anything. You think about this, Andrew. You think about the previous presidents that we've had, uh, George Bush, the two Bushes who were always on the sideline, always looking at the institution. And I understand it because a lot of people are into the institution and we want to respect the institution. And they're only respecting what they see on paper. They're only respecting what the images that are presented to them. Because as we know now, when you go behind the scenes and you look at the way these people lived or the way they operated, it wasn't pretty at all you look at JFK Jr., they made him out to be – not Jr., but JFK, uh, the dad. They made him out to be this like, oh, he was a very handsome president. He was smart. He did this and did that. Now we know that he was a cokehead who ran women in and out of the White House, who gave orgies in the White House. Yeah, that's that's your JFK. So people are in love with an image as opposed to saying, forget about the image. What are we doing to the American people? And I say that in relationship to Republicans. When we want to respect the institution, we, want, we don't want to say anything that's going to make us look bad. But you're, not, you're, you're allowing for the institution to be destroyed, to become decadent, because you're not speaking out. You're not stopping the corruption. You have the power to stop it, so stop it. Again, you look at this woman in New Mexico. What she's doing is wrong. It's unconstitutional. But in her eyes, Andrew, I have the power, and I'm going to do it. And who the hell is going to stop me? And that's what she's doing.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available in America Out Loud's iHeart Radio channel Monday through Friday at nine p.m. Eastern, eight p.m. central, or six p.m. on the west coast. We'll be back with more after dark with Robin Andrew. America
2: Outloud. news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
1: For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
2: Cofix Rx Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend.
0: We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, just continuing our discussion of the news taking place, and I wanted to touch base on uh, President Trump's uh, legal issues. The latest is he's trying to get uh, Judge Chutkin removed from his case because she could not refrain from announcing President Trump's um, innocence or guilty uh, in her previous January six cases. Uh, Judge Chutkin has, in connection with other cases, suggested that President Trump should be prosecuted and imprisoned. Such statements made before this case began and without due process are inherently disqualifying. Although Judge Chutkin may genuinely, genuinely intend to give President Trump a fair trial and may believe that she can do so, her public statements unavoidably taint these proceedings regardless of the outcome. The public will reasonably and understandably question whether Judge Chutkin arrived at all of her decisions in this matter impartially or is in fulfillment of her prior negative statements regarding President Trump. Under those circumstances, the law and the overwhelming public interest and the integrity of this historic proceeding require recusal. That's what President Trump's lawyers sent to Judge Chetkin, and I think he hit the nail on the head. I mean, this is clearly a radical leftist judge that has it out for President Trump. You see some of these um, sentences that January January Sixers have gotten and continue to get, uh, and they continue to arrest people for the January Six crimes, just political prisoners at this point. They're just getting them on just anything and everything. And uh, I hope she gets removed from the case, because certainly... It will not be fair with
1: her uh, on it. What do you think, Rob? Andrew, you hit the uh, hammer on the nail, the nail to the hammer, whichever way it goes. This woman has already prejudiced the jury. Done deal. She's already done it. Being a judge in her capacity, for her to say something like that, that Trump is guilty, he did this, he knows that he did it, he should be prosecuted, he should go to jail, that's it. The, the, the matter is, is, is settled. No, I don't care how many times the media or another judge will say, oh, no, she can be impartial. No, she can't. She's already demonstrated to you that she can't. Remember, Ruth Bader Ginsburg did the same thing when she said, I can't believe Trump's in office and I can't this. And then she had to come back and apologize. You have to be aware of your position. And if she's not aware that she is a judge sitting before individuals, instructing them on a case, then she shouldn't do it. She should recuse herself. But instead, what she's doing is she's trying to call Eileen Cannon, the judge in Florida, and trying to get her to stand down and to move her case. Well, we don't want you to try them. You need to do something else. As if though Eileen Cannon doesn't have as much, her position doesn't have as much weight as Chutkin, Tonya Shutkin. Tonya Chutkin, you guys need to know about her. This is another Democrat who thinks she's entitled, another Democrat who, because in the position she's in, she's going to do whatever she wants to do. She's going to wield whatever power she wants to, and no one can say a damn thing about it. She's going to do it, and we just have to sit back and look. And this is what I've been saying from the very beginning, tying this all into this woman in Mexico, because she knows that she can do it. She's going to do it. It doesn't matter if it's wrong. So the same thing with Tanya Chupkin. It doesn't matter if what she's doing is wrong. It doesn't matter if what she's saying is wrong. And she knows what she's saying and doing is wrong. But you know what else she's betting on? She's betting that other people in the legal community will support her. Well say she can say that. There's nothing wrong with it. Remember, folks, see, I like to bring all this stuff full circle. Remember when Emily Kors, who was the jury foreman on the grand jury in Atlanta came out and disclosed the private deliberations of the jurors. She was all giddy. She looked like she was from another planet, if you could say that. And she said, oh, I just wanted to be able to stand in front of Donald Trump and say, sir, just swear to her man, and say, do you promise to tell the truth, nothing but the truth, and the whole truth, so help you, God? And the judge came out and said, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Had this been anyone else, the judge would have tossed this and said, no, you can't do that. It doesn't look right. It makes our court look like a circus, but they don't care. Fast forward to the judge here in New York City who heard the Trump case with Jean Jean Carroll. That should have been tossed out. Even at the time, you had Bill Barr saying that We want to represent this case. We want to remove it from the state, and we want to try it here in the federal government because Trump made those – the remarks he made was in the capacity of him being the president. And you know what they said? They denied him. They said, nope, can't do it. We're going to leave it here. You know why? Because they knew had it moved to the federal government, it would have been dismissed. So they want to keep it at the state level. And you want to tell me that the fix isn't in? You want to tell me that these judges aren't just using their powers to do whatever they want to do? So that they can give jury instructions to jurors and then prejudice the jurors to get the verdict that they want? That's what this is about. Folks, I hate to say it, but our justice system is corrupt. No, people will sit there all day long and say, oh, no, 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 you're just saying it's because of Trump. But you wait until they get in the situation, you wait until someone that they know, then they'll come out and say, oh, they did me wrong. They did me wrong, and that is the reason why so many black men are turning against Democrats, and I hope more of them put their vote to where their mouth and their brains are because they have endured this kind of overbearing power of the Democrats for such a very long time. It's our way or the highway. You better shut up. We're going to do it the way we want to do it. But you'll have people say, oh no, it's not like that. And that is the reason why the Democratic Party, they're trying to appeal to the Black woman voter. This is though that is a systemic issue. And we mentioned this once before. I think we had B.B. Diamond on and we talked about this because this goes back to the Black church and the control that they have over the Black women. And I think when we had Pastor Stuart on, he even mentioned this briefly. And we're gonna we've gotta have him to come back, Andrew, because he we want him to finish uh, what he was saying to us previously about his book and the the, uh, Black families needing a male figure. And we see that today. And and it's so recognized when you see these kids that are going out and mobbing stories and stealing stories. We need that institution. We need the Black family institution back again. It's unfortunate that Black Lives Matter, which was founded by a bunch of disgruntled lesbians, their whole mission was to disrupt and destroy the nuclear family the Black family. And we see that as happened. Now, you have that across the board with other families, but more so with the Black family, because after in the 60s and the 70s, when they decided to create all these welfare programs and tell Black women, okay, you don't need a man, we will take care of you. That's when the disintegration of the Black family took place. Again, it's happening with other families, don't get me wrong, but proportionally, it's happening more so with the Black family, and that needs to stop. So I had to deviate just slightly to cover that, because that's worth knowing. But just going back to what I was talking about, again, we need to wake up and see what's happening. Chutkin should recuse herself, she should step down. If it were anyone else, she would say, oh, this person needs to recuse himself, they need to step down. But she won't. Because she's wielding all this power, just like this governor in New Mexico. And because no one will call her out, she's going to continue to do it. Now, she will smile and she will grin and she will say, oh, I can be impartial. But you can't because you've already spoken and you've already prejudiced a jury pool. Don't you think they're going to go back and read what you said? No, they will tell them, oh, you can't do that. Don't look at what don't read the papers and don't look at what people are saying. And do you think you can be impartial? And people will say, yes, I can be impartial. I've been on a grand jury. I've been on a, uh, a regular criminal, criminal case. And they will ask, do you think you can be impartial? Now, as a human being, you're going to say, yes, I can. But there's very few people, Andrew, who can be impartial. And when you have a case like Donald Trump and you have all these people that hate him, of course, they're going to try to get, take jabs at him and make sure that they take him down. And when you look at it, and you ask people, they'll say, "Well, I wish he could be more presidential." And Heather and I, Heather Robinson and I, talk, spoke about this last night. I wish he could be more presidential. And I'm like, take that out of the equation. I wish you could be more human. I wish you could be more realistic. But just look at the person's policies. But Chutkin knows that no one's going to do it because they're going to judge the man based upon his personality. And as I've said before. Uh, I I wish sometimes that Trump would just tone it down a bit, but that's not being Trump. We have to be who we are. And as Martin Luther King said, judged by the content of character. But these people want to look at something that's completely biased because we don't like him. But it's like, but look at those policies. Look at what he has done. While you folks will throw the rock and hide the hand, he's right up there and say, no, this is what I said, and I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. Chunkin doesn't like that because in her mind, she's a powerful black woman taking down a powerful white man. But look at how you're doing it. You're using your power as a judge to malign Biden's political opponent because as we now see, Andrew, and we're going to talk about this later on, and some other shows later this week Biden is not fit to serve I don't care what anyone says, he is not fit to serve, he should be put out to pasture and we see this now with him going overseas and the mistakes that he's making, he is not fit to serve but you won't have people like Judge Shuntkin calling that out you won't have people like these other folks calling it out or someone like the governor in uh, New Mexico. no, they won't call that out. They'll hide him. They'll protect him. a regular weekend at Barney's, Bernie's. because they want you to think that he's okay. So we're going to give him a pass, and we're going to use our power to make it seem as if though he's okay. So when he comes out and he mentions Jan 6, we're going to say he's right. Because look at what we're doing to those rioters on Jan 6. There were no rioters on Jan 6. None whatsoever. But there were quite a few in the summer of 2020. But no one wants to talk about that. So you have Chutkin, as you said, giving these long sentences. 17 years, 20 years. Because you guys deserve it. They're trying to scare people. Using their power and how many of you remember when these rioters were going to attack, I think it was the Church St. John, and then they were planning on storming the White House? And you had all these TV commentators making fun of it saying, oh, Trump was afraid. They had to move him down to the basement. Ha, ah, ha, 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 ha. What did Chuck can think about that? Why did she give an opinion on that? Oh, she'll probably say, oh, well, these people, they were angry. They deserved it. They were, you know, they were frustrated. Really? They were going to storm the White House lawn and drag Trump out and his wife. Yeah, drag them all out. She didn't find anything wrong with that. This woman is compromised. She's compromised a jury pool. She should step aside. And so should so many other judges. Look at the judge in, uh, in Florida, the, the judge who worked for Fannie Willis, who's going to hear this, this long indictment that Fannie's bringing against Trump and his 19 co-defendants, code or 18 co-defendants, code counting him is 19. Look at what he told Mark Meadows. I'm not going to allow you to move this case out of my court because I want to keep it here. We all know that it's a federal matter. It shouldn't be held had in his court. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's in over his head. He's only like, I think, 35. Never tried a case of this magnitude. You can look at him. He's green. And then he kept the black guy, Harrison Floyd, in jail. And black people aren't saying anything about it. They're letting our black men be persecuted, prosecuted, Clarence Thomas. Look at what happened to Jesse Jackson Jr. And they're not saying anything about it. Because the white liberal... And Bougie Black told them, shut up and go along with the program. They've got the power. You just shut up. And that's exactly what they're doing. So going back to this judge here in Florida, I'm sorry, Georgia, who told Mark Meadows, we're not going to move your case. We're going to leave it right here. And of course, Mark will have to appeal it. And let's see how far it goes. Well, it might not go that far depending on what, what court gets it. You know why? Because we have a lot of liberal activists who are Democrats sitting in these positions. Again, Republicans need to stand up. Republicans need to start, start defunding these people. That's the only way we're going to see justice. Because they don't mean us any good. They want to destroy us. They want to literally wipe us off the face of the earth. That is what Chutkin is planning on doing. If she can get a conviction and she wants to move her trial up first, oh, have my trial, tell Eileen Cannon in Florida she needs to step down. She needs to stand down. I'm going to do my trial, my case first. And liberal D.C., because she knows she'll get a conviction. And as I've said before, I think I've said this on just about all of our shows, Andrew, we need to move the seat of our government out of D.C. You can say that D.C. is the capital, but a lot of the jobs, FBI jobs, Uh, jobs at the defense, jobs at the uh, Pentagon. We need to move those jobs somewhere else, outsource them somewhere else to a different state, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Texas. But it can't all be in D.C. No corporation has all of its offices in one state or one city. They're spread out. The same thing needs to happen with our government because the government has become corrupt. It has become drunk with power. And every time a new administration comes in, you still have the other administration leftovers that are there, and a majority of them are Democrats. And that's not right. I can't believe no one has said anything about this. Again, what are are Republicans doing? They should be calling us out and saying we will never get a fair shake in D.C. This is a seat of our government, and it's for the people. But because these folks are so money-power-hungry, or uh, we won't be able to get a fair shake this whole thing coming out of New Mexico should be an eye-opener that once you give these people power, they will do whatever they want to do. Everyone else be damned. They don't care if what they're doing is wrong. And as Andrew mentioned in the opening of the third block here, this Judge Chutkin, she doesn't care. She knows what she's doing is wrong. She knows that she's sent out these, with the words that she said is very incendiary, and that it's going to poison a jury pool. She doesn't care. And the fact that she's a black woman, she knows that. And if they go against me, they'll be afraid because they'll say, oh, you don't like black women. Powerful black women. They know what they're doing, folks. It is being done deliberately. And Republicans have got to stand up and start calling it out, stand up and start pushing back. Because if they don't, we will lose. Donald Trump can't be the only person doing it. He showed you how to fight. You need to get up and fight. Because how in the heck are we going to allow the the so-called leader of the free world to go overseas talking about he wants to take a nap and he's crazy and he doesn't know what's happening. He's rumbling. He's mumbling and rambling. We're going to talk about that later on this week, but that's an embarrassment. And they want to see Trump walking between all these leaders saying, I'm out front. That's an embarrassment. No Embarrassment? I don't think so, Joe Scarborough. I don't think so, fake news CNN or MSNBC, Rachel Maddow. What we see right now is an embarrassment and an abuse of power, Andrew.
0: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head, Rob. I can't believe it, but we're all out of time tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud. is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Or you can go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stay in for something
1: or fall for Netflix.